This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Course for public high schools. I'm Dick Ileana. The Immigration rights groups say they will be suing the Biden administration soon. We'll talk about why with NBC News Homeland Security correspondent Julia Ainsley. No Wall Street trading, but Asian markets lower. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Navage. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Many Americans started their day by learning that President Biden had traveled to Ukraine where he met with Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky. CBS's Nancy Cordes on how it all came together. He arrived in Kiev bearing gifts, a promise of another $450 million worth of military aid, including artillery ammunition, javelin anti-armor missiles, and surveillance radar systems. I thought it was critical that there would not be any doubt The president is now in Poland and will meet with that country's president tomorrow. Another earthquake along the Turkey-Syria border. It comes two weeks after the same region was devastated by a series of earthquakes that have killed some 46,000 people. The BBC's Anna Foster reports from Adana, Turkey. It was very powerful and what it felt very different to is the many aftershocks which I felt here in some Turkey in the days after the first earthquakes. They would be small earth tremors. This was clearly another earthquake. The magnitude 6.3 earthquake today has killed at least three people. An explosion and fire at a metal and paint plant sent uh, at least a dozen people to the hospital south of Dayton, Ohio. This man was in Oakwood when it happened. A boom, and then you know what? A bigger boom. And then I looked over, it was just boom. And then flame shot, I just covered. Students at Michigan State University returned to classes one week after a gunman opened fire on the campus, killing three students and wounding five others. Sophomore Connor Moy back on campus today. Others may agree that this is way too soon and we should still be healing at home with our own families. But then others still have the completely valid point of coming back to school because we want to unite this community as one. It's really just got me the courage, honestly, to come back on campus. Researchers say another person has been cured of HIV following a stem cell transplant. CBS's Matt Piper. In the study published in the Nature Science Journal, German researchers detailed the case of a 53-year-old patient who was diagnosed with HIV in 2008. In 2013, he had a bone marrow transplant using stem cells from a female donor with a rare mutation believed to confer resistance to HIV infection. The man then ended antiretroviral therapy for HIV in 2018, and four years later, testing found no trace of the virus in him. Matt Piper, CBS News. A record number of guns, over 6,500, were intercepted at TSA airport checkpoints last year. The head of the Transportation Safety Administration says it's a reflection of what's going on in society and more people carrying guns. This is CBS News. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. Navage. Available at navage.com. 
10.03 now on WTOP. Monday night, February 20th, 2023. In Georgetown, it's 50. Could be down to the low 40s in the suburbs. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. More trains coming to Metro's Red Line starting tomorrow. Trains will be coming by every eight minutes on the busiest days of the week. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Trains will still come by every eight minutes on Monday and Friday during the morning and evening rush. And then they'll only be coming by about every ten minutes at all other times until nine. Metro says it's hiring, training more rail operators after a shortage caused by the pandemic. And it's working toward bringing back more of the newer 7,000 series trains. N04, a fifth-grade student in Virginia, has been disciplined for threatening to shoot a gun inside the school where a six-year-old student shot his teacher. This all happened at Richneck Elementary School in Newport News. School officials say the fifth-grader sent a group text over the weekend saying he would pop some bullets in class. The Washington Post reports the child was excluded from the school as soon as leaders found out about the text. And a school spokesperson tells the Post the school will still be open tomorrow. It was shut down for President's Day today. The threat was discovered about six weeks after a first grader shot teacher Abby's Werner in the school, seriously injuring her. A kind and a thoughtful and caring human being. That's how family and friends are remembering the Silver Spring woman who died when her apartment building caught fire. This was early Saturday morning. She was an Indian, you know. Mr. Diaz says his family is heartbroken by the loss of his daughter, 25-year-old Melanie Diaz, who died after a fire broke out at the arrived Silver Spring apartment complex in downtown Silver Spring on Saturday morning. He told our news partners at NBC4 that Melanie lived on the 11th floor of the building. God asked for her. was her time, and we had to respect that. Melanie was a Georgetown graduate who worked at the Aspen Institute focusing on climate issues. Greg Shunny is executive director of the nonprofit's Energy and Environment Program. He says she accomplished so much in her all-too-brief time on the planet and that she was also a caring person who would go out of her way to comfort others during difficult times and that she'll be terribly missed. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's election 2023 here on WTOP. Voters in Richmond and Point South will decide their next member of Congress tomorrow. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan is up against Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in a special election to fill the seat of Representative Don McEachin, who died in November. Benjamin has called McEachin twice for the seat and failed. He's challenged McEachin twice for that seat, but he hasn't done it. He's facing an uphill climb again tomorrow in Virginia's 4th District. Its population center is deep blue and ribbed and stretches south to the North Carolina border. If McClellan does win tomorrow, she becomes the first black woman to represent Virginia in Congress. Virginia education leaders are taking a close look at new court work that's been at the center of controversy. Last month, Florida said no to the College Board's proposed AP African American Studies course. Soon we'll find out whether Virginia will block the curriculum, too. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's spokeswoman, Macaulay Porter, says after hearing reports about the course being tested in some states, the governor has asked the Education Secretariat to review the material with an eye toward whether it aligns with the governor's first executive order. Executive One calls for an end to the use of inherently divisive concepts, including critical race theory. The College Board says the AP course will be the most rigorous black studies program high school students have ever had. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Still ahead here on WTOP, the Biden administration is contemplating an effort that would keep migrants out, that would not allow them to declare asylum at the border and to get in. We'll check in with NBC News about some exclusive reporting about immigration restrictions and then the immigrants' rights groups suing to reverse them. 
Stay with us for all that on WTOP at 1007. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Easter Seals. Since 1945, Easter Seals has worked tirelessly to enhance quality of life for children and adults with disabilities, low-income families, and for those with military backgrounds. Providing child development, adult daycare, and comprehensive military family support in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, Easter Seals is creating a hopeful, inclusive community where all people realize their potential and live their most meaningful lives. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. The new D.C. News Now is here. And if you're an early riser, you're going to really like us. We're bringing you your late news a little earlier, 9 p.m. Not too early, not too late. It's just right. With four locations in the DMV, we're covering more ground and telling more of your stories. The news of the day from where you live, like where you really live. We'll see you tonight at 9 for D.C. News Now. Your new chopper news, D.C. News Now. Tonight at 9, check your local listings at dcnewsnow.com. 1008. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Bob Imler is in the traffic center. In Maryland, Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound remains heavy and slow from 198 to a point before 197 with uh, still the left lane block with the work zone there. It is quite slow in that stretch, and that's about the only work zone set up so far tonight. These listeners said it was a work zone. Northbound lanes are open, and 95 is without delay both ways, so that's a good alternate for you. Also running well is 270 between the Beltway and Interstate 70 and 50 out to the Bay Bridge. All runs without delay. And Virginia on the inner loop of the Beltway at Telegraph Road in the through lanes. Crashes on the left shoulder, but now getting by without delay. On both 395 and 95, pace is good. And uh, the lanes are open on 66 with no work zone set up as of yet tonight either way. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. WTLP Traffic. Stream 4's Mike Stenford. Our skies will range from partly cloudy to mostly cloudy tonight. Could be a few light showers or sprinkles of rain, but most of us will stay dry. And over that lows will range from the lower 40 suburbs to upper 40s near the district. A brief light shower early on Tuesday. The skies will turn partly to mostly sunny. It'll be a breezy and a mild day. Highs will be in the mid to upper 60s, close to 20 degrees above average for this time of year. Showers with a cold front on Wednesday, the best chance of rain before noon. And it's going to be colder. Highs mid 40s to lower 50s. Early morning showers, a warm front comes through on Thursday. Thursday, they'll turn mostly sunny, breezy, with near-record heat. Highs on Thursday, upper 70s to lower 80s. A good deal of sunshine on Friday, but behind the front, it's going to be windy and colder once again. Highs on Friday, only in the upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. In Huckville, we're at 44, Ashburn 48, District Heights 49, and a few of us could get down to about 40 overnight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 1010 now on WTOP with a new legal battle over immigration policy brewing tonight. NBC News reports the Biden administration is finalizing this rule to block migrants and that some immigration rights groups are planning to sue the administration to stop it. Those groups compare the policy to a Trump-era restriction. NBC News Homeland Security correspondent Julia Ainsley breaking this news tonight and joining us with more about the exclusive. This will be a proposal which will basically announce that within 90 days, the Biden administration wants to severely restrict asylum on the southern border. What it would do is it would make any migrant that crosses the border 
ineligible to claim asylum if they've already passed through a country where they could claim it first. That could be a Central American who crossed through Mexico. If they did not claim asylum or try to claim asylum in Mexico, they would be ineligible at the southern border. It's something that sounds very similar to something that was started under the Trump administration by his senior advisor, Stephen Miller, known to be a real hardliner on immigration. So it's surprising the Biden administration would consider it, and it certainly is not surprising that a lot of these immigrant rights groups would push back and want to sue just like they did under the Trump administration. What the Biden administration is saying is that it's different because they allow for more legal pathways, that they have opened up more avenues for migrants to apply for asylum from their home countries. But in this case, what we have learned is that there will be no additional legal pathways opening up in addition to some that they announced in January, which would include 30,000 spots for people from Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Cuba per month. People really left out in the cold on this would be those migrants from Central America, like Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. And that is what these immigrant rights groups are fighting for. And we've even seen over 75 Democrats say that they, too, oppose this move by the Biden administration. Now, I don't have to tell you, Julia, that uh, some money from the Biden administration has been focused on those very Central American nations, maybe to improve conditions down there in terms of safety, in terms of job opportunities. So it's very interesting that those uh, would be the biggest losers uh, out of all of this. Do you believe that this is a sign that the White House is feeling great pressure to do something different at the border? I think that's right, especially as you look at the fact that soon, either in the spring or a little later after the Supreme Court has a chance to weigh in, these COVID-19 restrictions that have been in place during the entirety of the Biden administration could lift. That's a policy known as Title 42. It's kept more than 2 million asylum seekers from being able to cross the border. The fear is that when that lifts, We could see more migrants at the border than we've ever seen before and that it could overwhelm capacity at the border. It's really a sign of the times and how polarizing this issue is because while these immigrant rights groups are threatening to sue over this policy, we also have Republican states suing the Biden administration over a number of policies that Republicans have deemed way too lenient at the border. It's really a a tough place to be in for any administration when trying to do something at the border. What would you see as a good first step to solving the immigration riddle. Now it seems the answer will be more immigration judges just to speed up the process so that people who qualify for for protections get those quickly and people who don't qualify are able to see the exit, to, to be deported or expedited removal, basically to speed up the process. Easier said than done. You need a lot more funding and it's hard to get those immigration judges quickly. NBC News Homeland Security correspondent Julia Ainsley. Men's College Hoops Tonight Howard Bison in action, how they did, Frank will tell us, and the rest of the sports world next. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms, and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience search for available jobs online, 
we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060digital, building campaigns that connect. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 10 15 now. Let's go to Frank Hanrahan. Well, one of the longest local uh, winning streaks in college basketball comes to an end tonight as Howard gets upset at Morgan State 89 76. So, nine wins in a row. Not going to make it to 10 as Howard falls by 13 points on the road now. 9 and 2 in conference, 17 and 11 overall for Howard. Nine time All Star guard Russell Westbrook plans to sign with the LA Clippers, so he's not going far as he was most recently with the Lakers and traded to Utah, but the Jazz bought him out. Westbrook was very good with the Wizards a couple seasons ago, helping them get to the uh, playoffs. Wizards, they hope that's where they're going this year, 28-30 and at the All-Star break. Ninth spot in the East. They're back on the court Friday night when they host the New York Knicks. Capitals, they're off uh, today. You get Detroit uh, Red Wings tomorrow night, so they're back inside. Had a tough outdoor go at the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday when they lost 4-1 to before 57,000 fans down in Raleigh. Now, Coach Peter Laviolette saying earlier today that he hopes, and the key word is hopes, that he'll have Alex Ovechkin back in the lineup sometime this week as Obi taking personal time away from the squad after the passing recently of his father. The Nationals are down in uh, Florida for spring training, a first official full squad workout is set for tomorrow morning. But a lot of players, actually all of them, took part in informal rounds of batting practice and defensive work earlier today. First spring training game, Saturday versus the Cardinals. Opening day is March 30th. I'm Frank Andrahan, WTOP Sports. 1017 on WTOP. Americans of all ages sending prayers and well wishes to former President Jimmy Carter, who is in the final stages of his long and remarkable life. The Carter Center announced over the weekend the 98-year-old Democrat decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family in hospice care after a series of short hospital stays. CBS News correspondent Robert Costa is in the former president's hometown of Plains, Georgia, and he spoke with his personal pastor, Tony Loudon. Former President Jimmy Carter was resting in private at his home in Plains, Georgia. His wife, Rosalind, there, along with other family and friends. His personal pastor, Tony Loudon, spoke to us shortly after visiting with Carter, now 98 years old. He's convinced that he's going to a better place. Loudon spoke with us at Maranatha Baptist Church in Plains, steps from where Carter long taught Sunday school. Plains is quiet and solemn with neighbors respecting the Carter's privacy and reflecting on so many stories from over the decades. Top stories that we're following for you this hour. It's being called a strong democratic message to the world as President Biden makes a surprise visit to Ukraine to walk the streets of Kiev with President Zelensky. A new earthquake in southern Turkey and northwestern Syria. It's killed more people and it's trapped some additional people under rubble. The man accused of killing a Catholic bishop in Los Angeles is married to his housekeeper. He had previously done work at the bishop's home. Stay with WTOP for more on all of these top stories. 1018, traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, we're going to get back to Bob Imler now. He's in the traffic center. Well, one hot spot in the entire region right now is the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound through Laurel, very slow from 198 to a point before 197. It is reported to be a work zone along the left side of the roadway. Northbound lanes are open. 95 is without delay in both directions. And all's quiet up and down 270. Things are good on 50 out to the Bay Bridge and beyond. And in Virginia, the crash that was on the shoulder on the inner loop of the Beltway 
in the through lanes of Telegraph Road, still on the left shoulder, but not causing any delay. 395 and 95 and 66, each running well tonight. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. Mike Stenford. We're going to see some wild swings in temperatures across the region for the next several days. Highs only in the 40s to low 50s on Wednesday. Then highs could be as warm as the low 80s by Thursday. For tonight, not much to worry about. We're going to ratio partly cloudy to mostly cloudy. Could be a few light showers or sprinkles, but most of the night will be dry. And lows will raise to the lower 40 suburbs to upper 40s near the district. A light shower early on Tuesday. Then we'll turn partly to mostly sunny. It'll be breezy. And highs will be in the mid to upper 60s. Cold front comes through on Wednesday with showers many before noon, but it's going to be colder. Highs mid 40s to lower 50s. Early morning shower with a warm front on Thursday. Then it turns mostly sunny, breezy, and much warmer with near record heat. Highs upper 70s to lower 80s. And then sunshine, windy, and colder again on Friday. Highs upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist. Thanks to the first. Upper Marlboro 49, Centerville 49, D.C. at 50. Some parts of our area down to 42. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. And coming up tonight on WTOP. The story is discovered in graffiti in revamping the undercroft of the Lincoln Memorial. I'm Megan Cloherty. Stay with us at 1020. When planning out the future for your disabled child who's nearing 18 or for your elderly parents, think long term. Here's Shulman Rogers lawyer Kimberly Skibrokoski to explain why. When I think you have disabled young adults, you always need to think about what happens when you as the parent and now the guardian can't serve anymore because it happens. The same is true on the elderly end and making sure that in a power of attorney or a healthcare power of attorney that they are naming a successor. Learn more about family law and fiduciary litigation services at shulmanrogers.com. We are the bridge between people and services closing the gaps between those who offer support and those who need it. We believe in the promise of technology to drive insights that have the potential to change lives. We apply deep domain expertise, transforming government programs to become more responsive, flexible, and secure. We are Maximus, moving people forward. Good evening, 1021. Deanna got some really bad news from the IRS. They said, you owe quite a bit of money. They told me the possibilities of garnishing my wages, taking my house, taking my car. Deanna found out about Optima Tax Relief. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Optima Tax saved my life. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, I'm Rich Moresco, president of Ryko Kitchen and Bath. At Ryko, we understand the fears of remodeling. That's why we expertly guide you through the process to create the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. With trusted brands like Merillat, Ryko has provided excellence in design, products, installation, and world-class service from start to finish for over 70 years. Your vision, our expertise. It's time to love your space again. Visit one of our 23 Ryko Kitchen and Bath showrooms today or request an appointment online at reico.com. This is WTOP News. 1022, a 15-year-old student is accused of leaving a terrifying gift on a teacher's desk at Potomac High School in Dumfries last week. This was early Friday afternoon when a school resource officer was told a package with a note suggesting there was a bomb inside was left for the teacher. They brought in police dogs along with Virginia State police explosives experts, and they did find the package was harmless. The teenager from Woodbridge is under arrest and charged with making a bomb threat. Now to upgrades coming to one of D.C.'s most recognizable landmarks, the Lincoln Memorial, about to get a huge expansion. 
It's set to begin next month under the memorial as part of a $69 million immersive visitor experience. The first time people see this, it's unexpected. Mike Litterst of the National Park Service gestures towards the 122 arched columns that hold up the Lincoln Memorial. Scribbled onto them, graffiti from engineers of figures, a cartoon of a dog. There's a, a figure of a woman who may, be, may have been a, a silent screen star from, from that era. Jeff Reinbold, the superintendent of the National Mall and Memorial Parks. The beauty of this is we're going to be creating a 15,000 square foot um, glass visitor area. So visitors will be suspended in the undercroft, can look out into the space, um, but yet also learn about some of the stories behind the memorial itself. The museum and bookstore space is set to open in 2026. At the Lincoln Memorial, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Tonight at WTOP.com, see pictures of what it looks like underneath the Lincoln Memorial and then what it will look like when they're all done prepping the museum. After viral videos tried to show how easy it was, the number of Hyundais and Kias being stolen has started to soar. Today, the makers of those cars teamed up with local police to give away good old-fashioned theft deterrent devices. Have a good one. Thank you. The long line of cars snaking around the shopping center in District Heights was for old-fashioned steering wheel locks aimed at combating the number of cars being stolen with USB cords. Through the first month and a half of this year, nearly 600 Kias and Hyundais have already been stolen here in Prince George's County. I'm in a rental car right now. Terry Rawlings had her car stolen from outside her buoy home Friday afternoon. The ignition was really busted. Um, the back window, of course, was busted out. And the car was just truly ransacked. Some items were stolen. It took just 25 minutes to give out all 150 steering wheel locks here. Make sure you lock it, mm-hmm. extend it. Okay. Lock it. In District Heights, John Dome in WTOP News. In honor of Earth Day coming up this spring, Metro is calling on young artists to highlight public transportation and its role in helping the environment. So it's looking for 2D art from kindergarten through sixth graders across our area. And the winning pieces will be included in a new bus wrap to debut on Earth Day, April 22nd. All entries have to be turned in by just before midnight next Wednesday. It's 1025. Money News 25 and 55. Let's go to Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. One reason many people don't visit Australia, Asia, and other far-flung destinations is the long flight. Airlines want to make these flights more bearable, even in economy. Bloomberg reporter Angus Whitley says Air New Zealand next year will have what it calls sky nest beds between New York and Auckland. And they are full-length bunk pods, if you like, and those are available to book four hours at a time. On its 20-hour New York to Sydney flight starting in 2025, Australia's Qantas plans a well-being zone. That's going to be a space carved out of the cabin where passengers can have a stretch, uh, grab a water. But these amenities come at a cost. The price the airlines pay is obviously stripping out profitable seats. Airlines will be watching to see if added demand makes the cost worth it. Whitley says modern jets make it possible to fly direct from almost anywhere to anywhere. The world is shrinking and it's just two flights around the world now. You're right. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets are mostly low Hong Kong is leading the way with a fall of 1%. But South Korea's Kospi and the Shanghai Composite are up a little. We'll keep watching it. No Wall Street trading until tomorrow morning. What kind of message does President Biden's trip to Kiev, Ukraine, send today? We'll hear from WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green after traffic and weather. Now 1026. At Kaiser Permanente, we know that wellness means more than physical health. And as a business leader, you have an enormous amount of influence on the overall well-being of your employees. 
happy and cohesive teams increase employee engagement and improve the work experience for everyone. As a result, businesses have lower employee turnover and decreased costs related to recruitment and absenteeism. Learn more about how you can support the total health of your employees at kp.org slash leadboldly slash WTOP. When it comes to banking, turn to FVC Bank. Businesses in Baltimore, D.C., Northern Virginia, and all areas in between benefit from the convenient online options FVC Bank 